Bibles, please, this morning to Psalm 46. Psalm 46. It is good to be back um, here in preaching. Can you hear me? Okay. Wow. All right. Psalm 46. I was thinking about the fact that I have not uh, preached here on a Sunday morning since I think the first Sunday in August. We had a guest speaker the second Sunday. We had homecoming the third. We were gone the next. So it's good to be back and so glad that you're here today. Psalm 46. And I must tell you right away that this morning's message is for believers. It's for those of us who know the Lord Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And uh, if you don't know him, then this morning's message is probably going to seem fanciful, if not downright foolish to you. Now, of course, if you haven't already... You can enter into the family of God. You can place your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ this very moment as you turn from your sin and place your faith in Christ. And I invite you to do that. I encourage you to do it right now to turn from your sin and place your faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. But this message is for those of us who know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. And I'm going to go ahead and give you the message in a nutshell, what we're going to be talking about today. And basically it's this. Be still. Be still. Now, those are words that perhaps we might say to our children or grandchildren, especially in a setting such as this. You may turn to them in the midst of the service and say, be still. <laughs> but to not, today, our Heavenly Father says them to those of us who are His children. He says to all of us today, be still. Now, I want to point out one verse of Scripture in particular there in Psalm 46, verse 10. Psalm 46, verse 10 says, be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. Now, we're in the midst of a series, believe it or not, we've been working on it for some time on Romans chapter 12. But we're going to set that aside one more Sunday. We'll come back to it, God willing, next Sunday, because the Lord placed this verse upon my heart. As you were waiting there in Burnt Cabins, PA, there's not a lot in Burnt Cabins, PA. We could not get the part to fix the van sooner. We were allowed a rental car through our insurance agency, but there were no rental cars to be had. We could not come home as planned. I was getting antsy. And as strange as it sounds, this is not the way I normally prepare a message, but the strange as it sounds, I dreamed about preaching Psalm 46.10. And I woke up with it upon my heart. And I said, okay, Lord. And I want us to spend a few moments together today considering this verse that God placed upon my heart. Now, I want to center our thoughts around three things here. In Psalm 46.10, there's something we need to do. There's something we need to know. And there's something we need to remember. So I want to look at those each individually, one by one. First of all, there's something we need to do. You've already seen it there, haven't you? Be still. We need to be still. Now, I think in our world in which we live, beloved, that's one of the most difficult things there is to do. That is to be still. Chuck Swindoll says the Hebrew word, you know, the Old Testament is written in Hebrew. It means to relax, to do nothing, to be quiet. He says that the the stem of the verb suggests that you do it. You stop striving. You quit racing around. Relax. He says to use a common expression, don't sweat it. 
Warren Wiersbe says the Hebrew word literally means, actually means, take your hands off. In other words, God is saying, take your hands off and let me be God in your life. And so God is saying to us today, listen, I want you to be still. I want you to relax. I want you to to be quiet. I want you to stop striving, quit racing around. I want you to be still. Now, I want you to see where he gives this instruction. He's not saying here in the psalm, he's not saying that in the midst of sunshine and roses, where everything is glorious and wonderful. Go back and let's read the whole psalm and see the setting of this beautiful gem. And I want you to notice where this instruction comes, beginning in verse 1. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, even though the earth be removed. And though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though its waters roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with its swelling, Selah, there is a river whose streams shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacle of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her just as the break of dawn. The nations raged, the kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice and the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah, come, behold the works of the Lord who has made desolations in the earth. He makes war cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and cuts the spear in sunder. He burns the chariot in fire. And I want you to notice as we're reading there, it's talking about God and, and he and, and he does this and he, he does that. But then notice that the voice changes. God speaks directly in verse 10 where he says, be still. And know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah. And so today we're told to be still. Now, I'll be honest with you. I cannot read this verse and I couldn't think about this without thinking about Mr. Whitby. I don't think anybody here knew Mr. Whitby. Mr. Whitby was one of the older men in our church where I grew up. He was one of the pillars of the church. And he also sang in the third row in the choir. The third row was the men's row. And in our church, a small church, we didn't have a children's choir. And so I started singing in the choir. And I started probably around the age of nine. And I also, at the age of nine, sat on the third row, the men's row of the choir. And we used to sing a song there that talks about... um, The Lord stilling the storm. And it's one of those songs where the chorus builds up real dramatically. I was thinking about it this past week. So whether the winds of the storm toss sea or demons or men or whatever will be, no water can swallow the ship where lies the master of ocean and earth and skies. They all shall sweetly obey my will. Peace be still, peace be still. They all shall sweetly obey my will. Peace, peace, be still. And we must have sang it a lot. Because I remember without fail, we practiced that song. In choir practice, without fail, Mr. Whitby would lean over to me and say something to the effect of this. He said, when I was growing up, 
they always sang, please, please be still to me. (laughs) Without fail, I remember that. And you know what? I cannot help but think that our Heavenly Father at times is saying the same thing to us. Please, please be still. No, Father, I've got to figure this out. No, be still. I've got to make this work. No, be still. I've got to solve this problem. No, be still. Take your hands off. Quit striving. Quit running. Quit laboring. Quit warring. Quit scheming. Be still. Be still. There's something we need to do. We need to be still. But it also leads to something that we need to know. And that's what the next part of the verse says. Be still and know that I am God. Now, I don't think we can do the second thing until we've done the first thing. Until we stop. Until we're still. We cannot really know God. If we're so busy running around and scheming and striving and warring, how are we going to get to know God as he desires for us to know him? You see, when we're when we stop and we're still, we have time to consider the greatness of our God. You may not have noticed as we read it today. Look back in that passage. Look at verse one. Did you notice where it says God is our refuge and strength? A very present help in trouble. Did you notice verse 7? The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Did you notice verse 8? Come behold the works of the Lord who has made desolations in the earth. Did you notice verse 9? He makes war cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow. He cuts the spear in two. He burns the chariot in the fire. Did you notice verse 11? The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah. Did you notice that about your God? You see, while we may be overwhelmed... He is not. While we may be fretful, he is not. While we may be fearful, he is not. While we may be perplexed, he is not. He is our refuge. He is our strength. He is our help. He is our fortress, our refuge and strength, the very present help in trouble. Did you know? That Psalm 46 is actually inspiration of that great hymn of the faith written by Luther. A mighty fortress is our God, a bulwark never failing. In fact, we'll sing it at the end of today's service. It's the inspiration for that. But it's also the inspiration of another song, I think. My favorite hymn, a song called Be Still My Soul. I think it's taken pretty much from verse 10. Be still and know that I am God. Now, I looked in our hymnal, sad to say the song is not in our hymnal, but I want to share the words with you today to this wonderful song. And I want you to think about the words with me. Be still, my soul. The Lord is on thy side. Bear patiently the cross of grief or pain. Leave to thy God to order and provide. In every change, he faithful will remain. Be still, my soul. Thy best, thy heavenly friend. Through thorny ways leads to a joyful end. Be still, my soul, thy God doth undertake to guide the future as he has the past. Thy hope, thy confidence, let nothing shake. All now mysterious shall be bright at last. 
Be still, my soul, the waves and winds still know his voice who ruled them while he dwelt below. Listen to the next verse. Be still, my soul, when dearest friends depart and all is darkened in the veil of tears. Then shalt thou better know his love, his heart, who comes to soothe thy sorrow and thy fears. Be still, my soul, thy Jesus can repay. From his own fullness, all he takes away. I like the next verse. Be still, my soul. The hour is hastening on when we shall be forever with the Lord. When disappointment, grief and fear are gone. Sorrow forgot, love's purest joys restored. Be still, my soul, when change and tears are past. All safe and blessed. We shall meet at last. Be still, my soul, begin the song of praise on earth, believing to thy Lord on high. Acknowledge him in all thy words and ways. So shall he view thee with a well-pleased eye. Be still, my soul, the son of life divine through passing clouds shall but more brightly shine. God says to you today, friend, be still. Be still and know that I am God, in the midst of the storms, in the midst of the struggles, in the midst of the trials, in the midst of the problems, the perplexities, all that overwhelms us in life. God says to you, be still, my child, be still and know that I am God. You see, there's something we need to do here. We need to be still. There's something we need to know that is he is God. But there's a third thing, and it's this. There's something we need to remember. Look at the next part of the verse. He says, I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. I love the certainty of those words, don't you? He he doesn't say, I hope I'm exalted. He doesn't say, maybe I'll be exalted. He says, I will be exalted. Now, it doesn't seem that way now, does it? It appears the exact opposite is going on in our world on every hand. It seems that God is being rather than exalted, is being mocked and ridiculed and blasphemed and dishonored. And everywhere you turn, he's being attacked. The Lord Jesus name is being taken and and taken in vain over and over and over again. But beloved, remember, always remember, he will be exalted. You See, this points us, I think, to the future. We might call it a prophetic word here. You see, all around us today, it seems like everything's gone. But he's not done yet. He's not through. He says, I will be exalted. Notice among the nations. I I will be exalted in the earth. There's no place is going to be that I'm not going to be exalted. I'm not going to be lifted up. Listen to Philippians 2. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men and being found in the appearance as a man. He humbled himself, and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. But listen to verse nine. Therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him the name which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow of those in heaven 
and of those on earth and those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Now, beloved, while it may seem that everything is wrong and nothing is right, and we're not even going to see right again, I want you to know that God is still on the throne. He is still ruling and reigning. He is not done. He's not had the final word as of literally putting it out there. He's told us about it in His Word, but He's not acted upon it all yet. There's coming a day, beloved. He says, I will be exalted among all the nations. I'll be exalted in all the earth. And I don't know about you, but that encourages me. Man, I look around, it's discouraging. But God says what? He says, be still. Know that I am God. I will be exalted in the nations. I will be exalted in all the earth. Listen, it's an old cliche. It's been around a long time, but it's still true. I've read the back of the book and we win. We won. Jesus Christ has conquered death, hell and the grave. He's coming again in victory. He's coming again in glory. He's coming again to rule and reign in glory. He says, I will be exalted. So I want you to be encouraged today. I don't know what's going on in your life. I don't know what's going on in your family. I look around, I know a lot that's going on in our world. And man, talk about discouragement and depression if we get in that. Listen, God says to all of us today, I want you to be still. Be still. And, and I want you to know that I am God. This hasn't caught me off guard. I'm not wringing my hands in despair. No, child, I will be exalted. I'll be exalted everywhere among everyone. Every knee shall bow, every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Something to do today. Be still. Something to know. He is God. Something to remember. He will be exalted. Would you bow with me in prayer? Before I close in prayer, as your head is bowed and your eye is closed, I don't know what you're facing today, friend. I don't know what's going on in your life. I don't know what struggles and trials. But child of God, the Lord says to you today, be still. Know that I'm God. I'm going to be exalted. I can take care of your needs. I'm greater than those things in your life. And so I want to invite you today, Christian, if you have some things here in a moment, we're going to sing that great hymn, A Mighty Fortress is Our God. Maybe you need to just step out and bring whatever it is that you're going through, whatever it is you're experiencing. Just come to this altar today and just, just be still before God. And just come and say, Lord, here I am. I acknowledge that you are God. And I thank you that you're going to be exalted. And I thank you you're not done with me. You're not done with this world. But you have the final say and you're in control. And I invite you to come today and give those burdens to the Lord. And if you're here today and you've never received the Lord Jesus Christ, listen, you can do that today. Just come as we sing and let me know and I'll put you with someone who loves Jesus and loves you and will share the gospel with you and lead you to the cross. So we're going to pray and we're going to sing that great hymn. And as we do, the altar is open today. And today is the time for you to be still and know that he is God. Father, I thank you that you're not done. What we've seen in your word, you've told us 
ultimately the victory. But, Lord, we, we live in this world and we see the conflict still going on. And we know that you have the final say. There's coming a day you're going to cast our enemy into the lake of fire. Lucifer, that old snake. And, Father, I thank you for the victory this ours in Christ Jesus. Lord, I pray that you would help us in this moment to be still. Just to be still and know that you're God. And to remember and be encouraged the fact that you are going to be exalted in the nations and exalted in the earth. Lord, may we keep our eyes upon you in this difficult time we're living. May we point others to you, our great hope. Lord, I pray that you'll bless this invitation now. Work in hearts and lives, I pray. And I pray this in Jesus' name and for his sake. Amen. The closing hymn is number eight. A mighty fortress is our God. A bulwark never failing and the altar is open. And I invite you to come today and give those burdens to the Lord. And just be still and know that he's God. If you need to be saved today, just come let me know that. We're not here to encourage you. We're here to take you lovingly to Jesus Christ. So you can come let me know that. Let's stand to sing number eight of my fortress when you come today. We still love Jesus. Let's stand to sing.